Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Sam Harnett has been covering the demise of San Francisco's taxicab industry for a while. And I can remember him telling me that this story says a lot about how big tech companies have changed the Bay Area. There's more convenience, lots of investor money, and not much local regulation. Now the taxicab industry is pretty much destroyed. And at the end of it all, the people who've suffered the most are cab drivers. Many of them are in huge amounts of debt, and some of them have even died. I have never sensed the desperation from the cab drivers like I sensed at the lot this time. Hundreds of San Francisco cab drivers, mostly immigrants, owe hundreds of thousands of dollars for taxi medallions. And it all started 10 years ago, when the city started selling these medallions to raise money. So is anyone doing anything to solve this man-made crisis? I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. Trying to get into the taxi lot. So you show up at the airport, and there's a sign that directs you to the taxis, which is the lower level of the garage. These are their little area. And you go in there, and there's a big chain link fence, and they're all behind it. They're basically like fenced in. Like when I was walking in, I was like, couldn't find the way in. And I was looking, there's all these guys standing outside their cabs on the other side of this chain link fence. And so you go in, and there's just these lines and lines and lines of cabs just looked around, you could just see it. These guys have been here for a long, long time. Sam Harnett covers Silicon Valley for KQED. And I started talking to some of the drivers. They've been waiting for like two, three, four hours for their first, for their first ride. There were guys, you know, playing cards on the hood of a cab. There were guys standing around a, a bench smoking. Um, there was one guy like, you know, cleaning out his cab. Guys were sleeping in their cabs. How did you feel going into this story? How did you feel going into this situation this time? So I've been covering the cab industry ever since Uber and Lyft launched, and I've never seen the drivers so down. I have no time for my children, no time for, I mean, family. So this this is not a life, you know, I came to this country. This, I feel like this work is disgusting, you know. Sit here and wait and wait and get ready for the next day to do the same thing. 
So there's 700 uh, people who have bought taxi medallions. Most of them have families. Most of them are immigrants. A lot of them come from Pakistan. A lot of them come from Iran and India. Every single one of these drivers that I've talked to uh, has their own story of how they're suffering from all of this medallion debt. Every kind of terrible debt situation that you can imagine is happening to these drivers. Where does this medallion story start? How did it get so bad? If you go back to before 2010, medallions were free. They were, they were awarded on, on seniority. It would take you sometimes 15, 20, 25 years to get this medallion. Once a cab driver got the medallion, they could drive for themselves and not have to pay fees for a medallion, and they could rent it out and make money when they're not driving. It was the de facto retirement plan for taxi drivers. Then, after the financial crisis, Gavin Newsom's mayor of San Francisco, the city's got a debt problem. He sees that New York is selling their medallions and making tons of money. So he tells the MTA, let's start selling our medallions. They set a fixed price at $250,000 a pop. Sounds like a ton of money now. Yeah. But you got to remember, that is a, it was still a good bet. And you had these guys who've been waiting for 15, 20 years to get their free medallion. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet, get the $250,000, because they could make 70, 80, maybe 90000 a year. And they would you know, pay it back. And then they would have some security. So in 2010, how did the city convince everybody to buy into these taxi medallions? Well, so you got uh, the, the credit union, which is going to finance the medallions and the drivers, right? The taxi drivers, they didn't really have to convince because the drivers knew these medallions were actually worth more than 250 grand. They didn't want to pay for them because they had been free before. But at, even at $250,000, they were going to buy them because this is their path to stability and retirement. And you can make that money back over time. Back in 2010 before Uber and Lyft, yes. The credit union now is thinking... Okay, these are a lot of drivers. They don't have credit or they have bad credit. You know, they're immigrants. They, they haven't built credit here. The credit union was a little shaky about, about financing these. But the city assured the credit union and the drivers that there would be a viable market for medallions, that the medallions would be able to be sold to somebody else so they could get out if they wanted to get out. The irony was that same year, 2010, a major disruption to the taxi industry introduced itself. Need a cab? There's a hot new app for that, UberCab. Just enter your credit card online, get your text message confirmation. Then, anytime you need a cab, simply click the green button on your free app. Then UberCab finds you and sends you a prepaid car in minutes. And it's not just any car. Uber and companies like it posed a big challenge for local governments everywhere. But in general, city leaders, including in San Francisco, didn't regulate these companies the same way they did for taxicabs. This lack of regulation helped Uber and Lyft and other companies like them grow big time, and it changed the ride service industry forever. Uber and Lyft were allowed to operate in the city without taxi medallions. That meant they could put as many cabs on the road as they wanted to. That means they could uh, set the fare at whatever they wanted to set the fare at. And these companies, Uber and Lyft, had tons of venture capital, and they were competing with each other for market share. So what did they do? They flooded the road with cabs at the lowest possible price. They used all of their venture capital to subsidize their rides. So you got these 2,000 taxi cabs competing with thousands and thousands of Ubers and Lyfts at a lower price. What are consumers going to choose, right? So the taxi industry got crushed uh, with what is very obviously not a level playing field. Now, why did that happen? That happened because the city abdicated responsibility for regulation to the state. They said, you know what? 
these aren't taxi cabs. The state has to figure this out. And the state decided that these were not cabs. They were transportation network vehicles, which means that they were not subject to local regulations. I want to bring it back to the taxi cab drivers you talked to at the airport. As you said earlier, they're waiting sometimes hours for a ride. They're also in huge amounts of debt because they took out loans for these taxi medallions, and they can't pay them, in large part because the city allowed Uber and Lyft to crush the cab industry. What kinds of stories from these drivers did you hear? There's a guy who had bought a house back in 2010, had to sell it, and now his entire five-person family is living in a two-bedroom house. I talked to another guy who uh, lost his home. He was evicted. Him and his whole six-person family had to live in a homeless shelter. He was driving cabs seven days a week and living in a homeless shelter. I talked to one guy who was older. He was in his uh, late 60s. For the last three years, he's been redirecting his Social Security check directly to pay for his medallion loan. I sat in the cab with another guy, and I looked at him, and you could see one of his front teeth was missing, like cracked in half. My name is Abdullah Al-Hamsi. I come here in 1996. I start driving a cab in 1997. I was looking at it and I, and I wanted to ask him about it, but I kind of didn't. And then he told me, he said, you know, I'm cracking all my teeth because I'm so stressed. Now I'm losing my teeth. You know, I grind all the day and the night when, the, when my teeth, you know, I, you know my nerves, I, I can't control the nerves here now anymore. You know, stress from the stress. And it turns out he has, a, he has one of those mouth guards you know, you're supposed to wear at night when you're stressed. And he's so stressed he broke it and he doesn't have the 500 bucks to go back to the dentist to get a new one. He's cracked five of his teeth, his front one and four in the back. I spent 20 years, 23 years, 24 years driving a cab, serving the city for nothing, you know? No benefits, no nothing, no, no saving, no nothing. Drivers have been telling local officials about this for years, but they haven't gotten much help. The San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency has tried some small fixes, like letting them sell their medallions to drivers outside San Francisco. But the drivers Sam talked to want the city to come up with a bigger solution. Buy back the medallions from these drivers who are in debt. What would it actually take for the city to buy back the medallions? So it's not clear exactly how much money we're talking about. The credit union estimates that the city made some $64 million selling medallions. The medallions are valued at $250,000 apiece, and around seven hundred dollars were sold. Uh, but now, of course, over all these years, there's been interest, right? So it's not exactly clear, but I think that $64 million mark of what the city made is, is a good starting point. I imagine there's other cities going through something similar. Have other cities done anything to address this problem? So in New York City, where there are more cab drivers and they have a, a strong union, they fought and got a debt relief program. The city is finalizing a plan of debt relief that would ease the crushing burden for as many as 5,000 medallion owners. We know that we had to provide financial support or create the mechanism that will allow financial support. And to the a lot of drivers in San Francisco are saying, New York City's figured it out and it's 500 million bucks. I mean, there's a lot more cab drivers, but it's 500 million bucks for this debt relief program. How come nothing is happening here? And to bring it back around, I mean, San Francisco and Gavin Newsom, the mayor at the time, did take a page out of New York to even start the medallion program. Exactly. The idea to monetize the medallion came from New York. Now New York's dealing with a problem uh, with a debt relief program, and San Francisco is doing nothing. And something that's really important to remember, I think, in this whole story is San Francisco got into the 
the mess it got into, the financial recession and then the debt crisis, because of subprime and irresponsible lending. The medallion loans that the city encouraged the credit union to give to drivers were subprime loans. Now, it's been 10 years since those loans were given. The interest rates are ballooning. The drivers that have them are hitting the wall, like literally, like dying. And it's, a, it's another subprime lending crisis that was made to fix the first subprime lending crisis. Have any elected leaders in San Francisco said anything about supporting a debt relief program? Some of the supervisors have said that they would support the city starting a debt relief program. Uh, Hillary Ronan and Matt Haney have both confirmed that they would support the city uh, working out something to relieve the debt from these medallions. But the mayor uh, has so far not indicated that she would support a program uh, or that she believes it's the responsibility of the city to step in. There's this group of drivers, about 10, 15 guys. They go every Tuesday to City Hall to the Board of Supervisors meeting, and they talk about what's happening to them. Madam Clerk, will you please call the roll? Thank you, Mr. President. Supervisor Fewer. Fewer not present. Supervisor Haney. Haney not present. And they've been going for two to three years, every single Tuesday. And I talked to some of these guys, like, why are you even going? You've gone every Tuesday for three years and nothing has happened with this with that buyback. My name is Ajaz Ahmed and uh, I am from Pakistan. And one of the drivers told me, he's like, I don't believe in the Board of Supervisors. I don't believe in the mayor. I don't believe in the MTA. They're not going to help me. But what I believe in is the people of San Francisco. San Francisco City is uh, the most liberal and the peoples are very intelligent in, 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 in San Francisco. I mean, any, any movement starts from San Francisco. I do not have any hope on the Board of Supervisors. I have a confirmed belief on the peoples of San Francisco that they will step in and they will force them to refund the poor taxi driver's money back. He's like, I came to this country and I came to this city because I believed it was a fair, progressive place where people would not let something like this happen. So he, he really f- believes that the people of San Francisco are going to do what he thinks is the right thing, buy back the medallions. The San Francisco Federal Credit Union has an ongoing lawsuit with the city, saying that it didn't keep its promise to keep the taxi industry alive. Sam says that even if the credit union ends up winning its case, it doesn't mean the drivers will get back any of the money they put into their medallions, which is why drivers keep showing up at San Francisco supervisor meetings to plead their case like they did yesterday. The Bay is produced by Erica Cruz Guevara and our editor, Alan Montecilio. KQED's leadership team includes Julie Kane, Vinnie Tong, Ethan Lindsay, and Holly Kernan. We also get help each week from Kiana Mogadam. The Bay's theme music was created by Dowd Anthony. I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it for The Bay. Talk to you later. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. 
I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. You get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.